comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! The young pastor said that he entered the bus to go somewhere. Somebody in the bus said, uh-uh. Are you not the owner of this 500 Naira? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the guy checked and said, This money is not my own, but let me check whether it's my own. He now picked the 500. I've forgotten whether he returned or continued with the money. Only for him to step down in the bus as he was getting home, he noticed that his manhood has disappeared. Say, Pastor. What do you call that one? It's you that is normal. People are not normal. It's only you. You are the only one that is normal in this whole world. You wake up one day and just look somebody in the face and challenge him. You don't know where the person is coming from. He just like you foolishly con- con- confronting me on the street. Simply because me and you look like age mates. You will die a brutal death. Very fast. Dr. Paul in nature said that there is a guy that is going to when they were in their former church they were, the guy just saw a damsel along maybe the junction and then he asked the damsel where are you going? Join me, let me carry you you know, all these guys I believe those people are not here you can't see a damsel with your eyes and pass there are many inside church yes he now said he told the damsel, enter, let me take you since you are going the same direction. When the damsel entered, they were reaching the junction where he will now take and enter the church. The damsel now said, stop me here. He said, how can you stop in the middle here? The guy telling the lady, how can you stop? He said, stop me here. I'm going back to hell. He said, you are going back to what? He said, I'm going back to hell. The guy behaved as if he didn't hear what the woman was saying. He said, where do you say you are going? He said, I'm going back to hell. The guy took his head and put on the steering. When he raised up his head, the lady has disappeared. He, she went back to hell as she said. You are the only one that is normal. The guy ran. The guy ran to the church there. Dunamis that was closed. He said, I just saw devil. Can somebody pray for me? I just saw devil. Can somebody pray for me? <laughs> some of you, you have. There are some young men. Their trouble that they are passing through is that they slept with agents of darkness and submitted their destiny. Some young ladies, they slept with some agents of the and submitted their destinies. Yes. Some people just foolishly, boastly, they encounter some people and both of them boasted him he went to sleep 
the other one slept on he slept on a tree till morning as he was releasing all trance he was drinking something somebody said that there is a young man he knew before he went for job interview there is a god that is in their father's compound he didn't talk he took the water from inside he didn't talk till daybreak releasing all trance you you wake up in the morning and say god is good and then you go for interview you have gone for 50 interview no job now because you think life is normal see today you are going to release yourself oh. see let me tell you there are spirits this is i will teach you there is a difference between deliverance and warfare there are spirits you cast out there are spirits you war with it's not every spirit you cast out in the name of Jesus, I bind you, come out. No, some you war with them. You are going to war with them. Some of them have been there. They have a throne and sit in your family. They have been controlling destinies in the last 200 years in your family. They just come out and say, I am free. They will say, who told you to speak? Some of you, you know in your heart that your season is here. But you are not seeing it. It's warfare dimensional. It's warfare. See, you have to be brutal. When you finish this prayer, you can become a very quiet damsel. But here now, this one. Kamahambre. When I finish like this, people will say I'm a quiet guy. I will say thank you. If you say I'm, I'm, I'm a quiet guy, I will say thank you. I won't talk to you. There is a place where men speak. Oh. If you see men that are loud outside, they are mostly don't have anything inside. Men that do business in the secret, they don't talk much. They know that their words carry power. They are men of the secret place. They are men of sacrifices and altars. They understand how to take advantage of the constellations, the stars and the moon. Somebody like Joshua, he will appear and say, Let the sun and moon stand still until I avenge the Amalekites. Why will the sun go down when I have not won the victory? We have not won yet. Listen to me. Sometimes you wake up and pray for three days. You now notice that after you started praying and doing warfare, it seems as if your health now went bad. A lot of things started scattering. Let me tell you, everything you have been doing since that day, they have not recognized it. The day you start noticing that things around your life start reacting to your prayer, they know then that you have started touching the things that need to be broken. This is where you need to put on strength, O oh, arm of the Lord. Put on strength. I'm not the one that broke Rehab. I'm not the one that cut him into pieces. Put on the arm of the Lord. Oh! Let the devil be cut into two. Like in the days when the mighty men fought, they cut, they cut Rehab. They cut the Lavatan. Ow! Akata! Katakwatata! Mighty men will fall. Hey! 
Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 5, verse 1. You can't pray like this and not have your Bible. Bring your Bible. The Bible says, And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus said the Lord God of Israel. Who is, who is speaking here? Huh? Now Moses is telling us, telling Pharaoh what the Lord said. He said what? Thus said the Lord God of Israel. What is the testimony of God? Let my people go, that they may hold a feast for unto me in the wilderness. Now, 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 if, if you preach this in church, what we hear is Amen. But look at verse 2. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? I thought God have said, Let my people go. Paul said, The Lord, He shall prosper this year. Nobody can stop you from one level of glory to another level of glory. You will blossom. You will be rich. You will marry. You will have children. Everything that troubles you will be disqualified. Oh, God has blessed you. And nobody can cause. He's sweet. And then you go to the altar and drop offering. You go to the altar and drop offering. When you finish, you turn to Pharaoh. You say, who is the Lord that said? I'm, see, I'm not saying this thing is wrong. I'm saying Pharaoh said, yes, it's God that said it. And so... You are not understand what I'm saying. Pharaoh so said, I agree. God said it. And so? So just go you say God said it. I should I should do what? So God said it, we should sleep for you now. <laughs> so so God said it. God, you, you will prosper. I see you where you are ruling territories. You are a God has blessed you. I see money in your hands. You will be a rich man. You will be lifted. And nobody will bring you down. I see a new car before you. I see a new wife. I see a new house. I see somebody shout hallelujah. Then you turn to Pharaoh. Pharaoh will say, Who is the Lord? He said, Who is the Lord? That I should obey his voice. So let Israel go. He said, I don't know the Lord. One, are you hearing it? Number two, neither will I let Israel go. You have, you have now seen where we need warfare. He said, I don't know God. You are the one that is saying this thing. And I will not let Israel go. If you read that, when Moses went to report to God, I thought God would say, ah, no. God told him, it's warfare now. That he know that Pharaoh will not release you easily. You are not with me. God knows that it is only warfare that can rescue Israel from Egypt. So he just sent, he sent Moses to find out. He already knows. But he just sent Moses to find out. You don't know Satan. He's a rebel, my friend. He, he, he thrives in disobeying. He thrives in rebellion. He thrives in fight, fighting the things that God has set in place. He fights, he, he thrives in ungodliness. He thrives in lawlessness. Oh my God. Let me show you something in Isaiah chapter 14 verse 17. 
then you will cry. You don't know who is set and you don't know who is losing. He knows. He knows that after all the things God said, you will go and relax. Look at verse 17. That scripture speaks about Lucifer. Verse 17 said, That made the world as what? A wilderness. And destroyed what? The cities thereof. Then the last phrase is what I'm looking for. That what? He set and lock you, no go open. Now you go fight. I have to say it this way so you understand. If set and lock you, don't think after five years it will now open for you. The person set and lock is, is not going to get better, it will get worse. It will take warfare for you to unlock the door. My my friend, when he entered the some of you have had those encounters. You will be in the dream and you will see yourself in a prison. And when you want to come at a strong man in that prison, we beat, we, we beat you to pop. And for the next six months, you cannot recover your life, your spiritual, everything in your life will go down. He opened not the door of his prisoners. You will have to be brutal. You will have to be brutal. Hey! Hey! Find number seven seven. He opened not the door of his prisoners. He always boasts that he has held you bound. But today, 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 the doors will fly open. If Satan refuses to open the door, break 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 the door. Promise, pray. Promise, pray. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, bro. 
You will die with this tie. <laughs> Tongue don't mature. <laughs> it's better you are clothed in the spirit than that you are wearing tie and Satan is binding you. The doors are not open. Things are not moving in your family. You are wearing tie. What has tie helped you? Tie has not done anything. You are wearing tie up and down, deceiving yourself. You are doing makeup, deceiving yourself. Satan has bound you. The door is not open. Who are you deceiving with new clothes?
mighty things are happening already. If you are sick and your sickness is traced to an affliction, an arrow, a manipulation by Satan, that sickness is going now. Listen to me. There is something I'm seeing now. And I don't know who is implicated. I saw somebody inside a tunnel, a very dark tunnel. And as you are moving inside the tunnel, it is getting darker and darker. Who is the person? Come, let me pray for you. Come, let's pray for you before we go into what we have today. A tunnel, you need to be rescued. You need to be rescued. You need to be rescued. Are you the one? Kneel down, let's pray for you. next one minute pray for him let light beam from heaven let the light of God beam from heaven a mighty deliverance by the mighty hand of God you are delivered from that tunnel now you are delivered from that darkness you are delivered from that hold. From the hold. From the hold. From the hold. Somebody here in your visions, you see somebody chasing you. You are running, running as if you are running to escape something. Sometimes you don't even know who is chasing you, but you still know you are running, running like you are running for your life. Come on, let's pray for you now. Come on, quickly, 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 quickly. Put your hands and pray for these ones. The Lord will trouble them that trouble you from today. He will pursue them that pursue you from today. He will trouble them that trouble you and pursue them that pursue you. Pray, 
pray, pray. either this side or this side. Huh? Do you know what happened? You went on warfare and you were shot. That arrow will be removed now. Come and join them quickly. Let's cry. Let's cry. By the mighty hand of God, let the arrows be removed. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We are brutes. 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 All the arrows of the enemy. here, listen to me. What I'm seeing is that there is somebody here, sometimes in dreams, in visions, sometimes even when you are awake, you will hear somebody call your name and then your heart will skip. They will call your name. If you Just raise your hand. Where are you? They will call your name and your heart will skip. Every altar where they are mentioning your name and projecting things in your destiny, trying to manipulate your life. Let us cry in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Anybody here online, offline, online, offline, every spirit tormenting that young child, every warfare against that young baby. Pray, 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 pray. climbing mountain, climbing mountain and they are laboring climbing the mountain and I began to ask what is the meaning of this and God began to say that there are people here that the warfare in your life is greater than your strength 
something will happen now. You will receive the corporate strength of this house. And you will push over your warfare. Take advantage of the corporate strength. In the name of Jesus Christ, Son of God. Wherever you are now. For one shall chase a thousand. For two shall chase ten thousand. Jonathan said, It is not an impossible thing for God. To win with many and to conquer with a few. One minute. Make sure you are praying.
telling somebody your life and health is at risk because of your business. Arrows are flying up and down. The Lord fights for you now. He fights for you. He fights for you. In Jesus. Mighty name. You can be seated. One more prayer. There is. There is a group of people. When people look at you, they think everything is well with you. It is only you in your heart that knows that your life is scattered. And because of that, some of them won't even help you. They will be thinking you are the one that should help them. Meanwhile, you are the one that needs help. You are going to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord will put your life in order. And any spirit that causes, listen to me, there are, there are people when it's almost time for God to lift them up, when it's almost time for them to marry, when it's almost time to get a job, when it's almost time for something good to happen what will happen is that everything in hell will turn upside down once they miss it eh, everything will become normal every altar that man's pressure on your life to make a costly mistake that will take away all your years of labor, months of labor from you, whether it's spiritual labor whether it's physical labor you need to fight that spirit, you need to walk some people they will fast for six months and then a demon will come and sleep with them in the spirit all the things that accumulated will wash away in a moment <laughs> whoa whoa somebody whoa whoa you are not worried <laughs> Shakwat! we war against the spirit we war against you we war against you we war against you We know you! In the name of Jesus Christ!
come be seated. That's the way forward. Doc, did he enter where well? Kai, I apologize for putting you into pain. I apologize. This is not one of the things they learn in medical school. Monson ago. This is not one of the things they learn. Where is your brother? Uh-huh. Okay, are we um In Jesus' mighty name. The Sonship Conference is one of the strategies that God gave us to um, bring ministry to our generation. When you look at the body of Christ, one of the things that you will notice is that there is a diet of maturity. The average believer in the body of Christ is, um, is lightweight. In fact, when you want to take them into deep matters, they run away. They can pray, but let the prayer be easy and let it stop at their needs. Then you are, you are doing well. They can study the scripture, but let the scripture be telling them how they all about what they will benefit. Then they are okay with it. Fifteen minutes Bible study, ten minutes prayer. Everything thirty minutes. Was it not so before? Huh? And you are trying you no. Know, there are people that forget. They remember Sunday morning. So this is what happens. Every of the things that they do to grow in God has now been um, outsourced to Sunday morning fellowship with the pastor. What you don't know is that majority of the pastors themselves are struggling. Huh? Sometimes pastor, the wife, he fought with the wife in the night. And then, I'm telling you, there is a pastor I lived with somewhere when I did my industrial training one morning he's supposed to teach Sunday school the wife held him on the neck like this on the stairs and the wife is very strong okay. may the Lord help you shook the man as he was shaking the man my body was shaking Harry, what will you preach on the pulpit? What will you preach? You don't know. Sometimes when your pastor comes and he's lambasting all of you, is what is happening at home. That's how you mortgage your Christian growth to that thing that happens on Sunday morning. That's why you stayed in church for 10 years and never became anything. The last five months have shown you what it takes. That is not about time. It is the investment in time. 
The question you ask yourself is, if we can get you to this point in five months, what can we do with 10,000 people? What can we do with 1,000? What can we do with 100,000? What can we do with 1 million? We, God has taught us. I'm not, I'm not, we are not doing guesswork. If it's guesswork, then you only. Then not him. If it's guesswork, then not him. Not him. Maybe him. Not him. But every single person is experiencing it. Ladies, I, I can take this young lady for an example. Hi. Just serve Jesus. Very soon you will realize yourself. See the way you are now putting your hand on your baby and wearing big watch. If you know this guy when I know him. Hi. Let me stop. So, in this season, God will conscript men. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah. Thou at my battle axe and weapons of war with you. It is there that we realized that God fights his wars with men. The destiny of the end time warfare is dependent on the type of men that we are raising. May you be in the number. There are a few people who Somebody sang a song and said, Let there be many who fall in love with you. There are few. If you think I'm joking, it's just that there is a spirit that compels men to this place. If not, if you cut, we will do 24 hours. Tell your mother to come. She won't come. But she'll be looking for where to break coconut. She will go for coconut service, but she won't come here to pray. It's the team. Come and flog the demon, flogging your family. Flogging service. Koboko service. There is Kotla, Sabi. <laughs> Which one again? Uh, Harry. Broom, broom, sir. Tell the person to come and pray. Do you know the problem? That thing they are doing, they thought he ends there. They have initiated themselves and their children into court. You can't live the way you came. All those water you are drinking and the thing that are pouring on your head. After five years, you find out, you come and tell me, I've been praying, you know, and nothing is happening since I started. When you are dead and they are pouring everything on you, you are not aware. When the thing has eaten your head, you are here, you want us to kill ourselves. Instead of you to come and pray, you won't pray. Now, you have become a house for Satan. Let me... Let's take a shot from the scripture in the next 10 minutes. Ephesians chapter 6. Today I want to look into what I titled Heavenly Wars. Heavenly Wars. Now, a man of God said that there was a pastor's meeting going on. Are you with me? And in that pastor's meeting, it was like a love feast. And in that law office, you know law office, like we will have one on September 10 to celebrate our one year anniversary. But even on law office, before I come, I will fast and cook myself. 
do you know the reason? Pastors were having love feast. And a young lady came to that love feast and he was sharing food to pastors. And suddenly one of the pastors there said, This lady is not a human being, he's an agent. He's not a human being, he's an agent. They were saying, uh, The pastor just came out with, with flames, fire in his You need fire. Hey. With flames in his eyes. Say, This one. He's not a human being. He's an agent. I remember my father telling us those days that if he goes to markets for business, that there is a time you go, he's a prophet. Sometimes his eyes will open. And we see that some people coming to the market, their leg is not touching the ground. It's only you that is normal. So the lady is serving food to pastors. And the man of God said, Come here, let me deliver you. Come here. The lady said no. That she won't be delivered. As she was speaking, she disappeared in that place. She disappeared into thin air. You are not with me. She's serving pastor's food. She's serving pastor's what? touch your neighbor. Tell the person, you are the one that is normal. There is nobody that is normal in this world. The Bible said he maketh his angels spirits and his ministers what? May we not find you as a human being. He maketh his angels spirits and his ministers what? Flames. And I've been to many pastors' meetings. They like, they like item seven. That's how all of them ate and lost their ministry. I've seen pastors fight for food. For food. If you say we are going to eat today, pastors will carry all their children and their wife. They will come and disgrace themselves. If you are a pastor's child, you understand what I'm saying. If you don't give them food, they will keep it for you. They will remind you in three years' time. Eh? The day you say they didn't give you something, they will remind you when we went to Utuku Osala. The third barrier that took place, you were sitting in the front row and I was sitting three seats behind you. The time was 11 a.m. in the morning. Hey. And the food that we are sharing that day is May the Lord help us in Jesus name Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 There is a striking thing you will notice from that scripture The scripture said, For we wrestle not against what? But against one. And 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 
What is a high place? You know, sometimes um, when we say something is a high place, what do we mean? Huh? Beyond the physical. Um, true, but that is part of the meaning of high place. Yes? Beyond reach. Okay. Uh, you went to school. You are intelligent. But this one, we don't need. Classroom intelligence will not help us dealing with demons. <laughs> Difference. High place. You can use the scriptures to understand. In the stories of the kings of Israel, especially from the days of Rehoboam and Jeroboam, one of the testimonies as new cultures of foreign gods we are brought into the territory is that those gods function from a high place. Huh? The question now is what is a high place? Huh? Exalted places. Exalted ground. Uh-huh. Heavenly places. He said heavenly places. I need us to pick this thing because that's what I want to teach. Heavenly walls. You see, this is it. There are certain kinds of dominating beings that come into territory seeking for control and government. Are you with me? Now, the type of control and government that these spirits seek is beyond persons. What they seek is the control of territories. Are you with me? So, you notice that there is a particular spirit that they offer sacrifices to in your family. In those days, in our culture, if a woman is going to her husband's house, are you with me? They will give her one of the idols. Oh, Jamie, they still do it in your village now. If you are going, they will give you something to go so that you will maintain the link of the high place that is in your family. They still do it in your. Uh-huh. So, that thing, are you with me? That is how that spirit maintains his dominion. Wherever the person is, as long as the token of connection is concerned, the rulership of that spirit will still be felt. Now, I need to know that height is an advantage in the spirit. Hmm? So, in the spirit, the person that sees the highest is the one that is the most powerful. That is why when you want to contend with certain spirits, some of them don't have might. They, don't, they are not strong. But they want to be taller than you. Because they assume by showing themselves taller than you, that you will assume that they are more powerful than you. But sometimes you will now release utterance. The very big thing will now fall to the ground. How many of you have seen that type of warfare? And that is to show you 
that that one is a camouflage. That the real thing, they are not the one sitting. Now, when you begin to do business on altars, then what happens is that by the business of the altar, you begin to elevate the spirit that you are interacting with. Eh? As you elevate the spirit by your sacrifices and your engagement, your priesthood, then what you will notice is that a time will come, depending on the men that are doing business with that spirit, hmm? the throne of that spirit will be exalted in the spirit. So when you now notice that there are high places that beings have been brought to as a result of altars that power their existence, then that place will begin to bring government to a territory. Now this is what it means. It means that somebody cannot just come and say, I'm not interested. No, those beings are not in, they are not even interested in persons. So this is what happens. From there, when, when of course there are priests that service them. When those priests service them, one of the things that happen is that they will say, Every August, three people will die. And then August reach. The first person died. The second person died. The third person died. You cannot come and say nobody will die. The order is coming from a high place. Higher than your pay grade in the spirit. Now, for you to contend, you must also realize, of course, I've taught it yesterday. You need to realize where you two are sitting. Higher. If Jesus have to say that you are seated with him, you will need to know that the throne and high place you are sitting is not something to joke with. Now, let me tell you. When you come to territories that are held strong by Satan, those territories are territories that have very high places. God is not, has not accepted the fact that there is deliverance in a life until the high places that power what we are seeing in that life have been taken away. Are you hearing me? See, this is what I'm saying. Personal deliverance is not enough in God's understanding, in God's perspective, in God's context. Are you with me? The real deliverance, the real thing is when war has taken place and the altars and high places have been brought down. That is where the connection, the influence that makes people behave in a certain way, that puts people in a certain position, that is where it is powerful. So the scripture began to tell us in the book of Kings, that there is a king that appeared and he stopped all the worship. Eh? Did everything but the high places are still there. Have you noticed that there are some people that came to do family deliverance for you people? They have done family deliverance for you. Raise your hand. Hey. They have not done family deliverance for you. When they finished, what you notice is that the team, they will come and carry some things. They will now carry it and say they burned it. After one moon, the spirit will be very, very angry. That he will not try to do something. And then he will kill one, two, three, four. They will now start asking questions. The spirit will now tell you how to appease him. You will now go back to the spirit to receive redemption. Because what you people did is in the flesh. That you remove something physically doesn't mean you removed anything. 
the high places are in the spirit. So, this is what happened. The man came and removed the physical places. Got people going to church. People are going to church. But God is not yet pleased because he knew that when this king dies, that the only reason why it seems as if the influence of this spirit is not seen very clear is because a man of stature is around. And by his stature, he's guarding everywhere. When your mother dies, that's your mother that is prayer warrior. Or when her hand becomes weak, that is when you will know that the high places are still potent. It is her stature that is keeping the family. So when God begins to deal, he, he will not stop until he makes sure that the high places are removed. When the children in the next generation comes around, they will not experience the control of that spirit. Because what people do in deliverance and warfare is that they just stop the influence of the spirit as long as they are alive. Mighty intercessors, they don't understand this thing I'm telling you now. When they are out of the way, when they, they work valiant, Satan we we seem as if he drew back. Is it not true? You understand this thing I'm saying? Then once those people are out of the way, you will look at their children. You will look at the church. There are mighty churches and ministries. When their general overseer is in his strength, eh? if you see signs and wonders and miracles, the things that God is doing through them, heavy matters. When the man became weak, sometimes when he died, the church scatters. The reason is that the high places in the territory has not been removed. It's just that a man of stature was the one that was standing. And every other person stood behind him. It seems as if Satan has been obliterated. But the things that power the influence and the things stopping, hindering, limiting men in the territory, limiting men from seeing the light of the... still there. It shows that a heavily anointed man was the one shielding all of you. The Bible spoke about Samuel. He said as long as Samuel was, was there, he protected the territory of Israel by his anointing. When Samuel died, then Israel found out how naked they were. So men must be taught on how to do wars in those heavenly places. Now, when you look at this scripture, one of the things you begin to understand is that there are obviously spirits you cast out, but there are spirits you war with. The day you understand this, it makes it easier for you. Do you know the problem of a few people? They don't know when to war and they don't know when to rebuke and cast out devils. It is not exactly the same thing. When you come to a place and a situation where you should walk, you should know. Training should show you that this is a case of warfare. You should not just make a declaration. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. I cover my father. I cover, cover my father. I cover my Jesus in front. Jesus in back. Jesus behind. And then you sleep. They will slap you on the bed and you find yourself in the shrine. I'm telling you now. There is a pastor that went for a crusade. Somebody told me. And the pastor went there. He, he came on the face. They ambushed He said, I will deal with all the authors in this place. Kakuba, Kakua. May you not be the one. You are just loud in the mouth. When they measure you in the spirit, 
the testimony will be mene mene. He said that we do with the powers in this territory. Gather them for me. What happened is that when he finished, he want to leave in the evening of the first day. Some some men accosted him and said, "You, we are the ones you spoke about. We want to tell you to come and consult us and apologize." The man said, "Who are you? Do you know who I am? Do you know who sent me?" He finished and scattered everywhere and then he went to his hotel room and slept by 2 a.m. he woke up in a shrine not in the spirit physically he's not in the spirit physically he woke up in a shrine and they, he was in a round table they were doing meeting may the Lord help you ask Jesus to help you in one minute May you not be an empty barrel that make noise. Empty barrel, you are making noise. Set and check what you are saying. There is nothing there. As you are saying, Holy Ghost fire, he's beating you on the head. He's knocking you on the head. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, from um, this, you understand that the expressions of the wars that we are engaged in, follow me now, is in two dimensions. One is personal. Another one is, is not personal. Huh? That one is atmospheric, is corporate. So, you need to understand the personal dimension of warfare. And the territorial dimension of warfare. Are you with me? See, there are seasons when the attacks and wars of Satan is directed to you as a person. But there are seasons when the influence that is felt, the thing that is stopping you, is actually what is stopping every other person. Are you with me? The question you ask yourself is, if something has the capacity to limit everybody in my family, eh? Is it something that you just wake up one day and it will stop? Nobody likes to release the person he's holding. Are you with me? So what you begin to understand from this video said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The word wrestle means is like combat. It's like wrestling. It means you contend with this spirit. Remember, is it not early this year? There were those days we are making war, making war. There were days we were making war. We encounter spirits like this. We shoot them, deal with them. Sometimes we point at them like this and fire will burn them. Then one day we are brought higher in the spirit. In those places, if you shoot fire, they shoot fire. Anything you do, they do. They war with you. That's what Moses found out in Egypt. Eh? These are wars of God. That is why. Those men that appeared in Egypt, they are called gods. Huh? You are not with me. 
they are not just normal spirits they are fallen beings that fell from heaven I don't have time to show you when Paul appeared at Ephesus there is a spirit that is at work there her name is Dinah the whole city was held spellbound by that spirit it doesn't matter the anointing and the ministry you have when you come you submit to the spirit my father told me that there is a time a, a powerful spirit a female spirit appeared to him and said I will give you influence and money if you will submit to me many of the people you see ministers submitted to that spirit you will still be preaching bible but you are under the influence of that spirit the end product of everybody that listens to you eh, is a submission to the ways of Babylon and the flesh. You are not with me. These are territorial beings. When Paul appeared, he said, these are the names of the gods. You think Paul is preaching his warfare. For two years he's going out to warfare. He's going out to warfare. One day he appeared. He said, this one to the unknown god. That is when you understand. That is not is the business of God. Is the war of God. And Paul understood. It is in the same Ephesus that he appeared. He said that a great and effectual door has been opened up unto me. But there are what? Many adversaries. Is that the same Ephesus? So you come there. You are now doing ministry. The Lord have mercy on you. That's what DP said. He said when he started ministry, he will appear and he will, he will that thing you are doing, you, you will go, he said you are preparing, you are, you are worshipping, you are praying, preparing for your meeting. It's not for this being so. Some of them like anointing self. Oh. You have not done some type of deliverance. Some ladies will be saying fire. They will say, ah, ah, ah. they will be draining your anointing. Before you know it, your battery will be doing low, low, low. You are not hearing me. Battery low. Mm. So when he, he said he will prepare, he will prepare everything. He's anointing heavy. As soon as he steps inside the hall to come and minister. The thing will lift. The anointing will lift. He will go back and prepare again. Prepare. Fast. Pray, pray, pray. As soon as he enters the hall, the anointing lifts. He struggled and struggled and said, Is this what my mother gave birth to me to do? Until one day, God opened his eye and he saw a being that is sitting on the altar of the church. People will come there and be doing meetings. Uh, people will come there for service. They will know that they are sitting in the headquarters of Satan. Because it's a hall that is hired. Sometimes, Amok, all these people, they will do. When they finish, you enter and do your own. You gather people in, in the coven of witches and Satan. And you say you are doing ministry. These people are the people in, uh, exerting influence in the whole territory. You will labor and labor and and think it's God that didn't want to break you through. You don't understand warfare that are in the heavenly places. These are heavenly wars. Are you with me? We'll go to the book of Revelation chapter 12. I think, let's read it and then we close. 
Revelation chapter 12 verse 7 if you are there say Amen if you are not there say wait for us Okay, and there was war where? and Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels now there is something I need to show you before I move forward now there is something you must understand in the oppressions of the universe and the heavenly kingdom of God one of the things you will understand is that um, fathers don't fight their sons there can be a war that is breaking out between fathers and sons but fathers don't what now this is the way even if the son want to fight because this is Lucifer wanting to fight his maker his creator and in this context he is like a son because the scripture well he has fallen now the scripture told us in the book of Job that when the sons of God gathered what happened so now this is what happened when a son wants to fight a father the way the father fights back is to send another son so fathers fight if there is a war indeed that should be fought the way fathers fight is to send another son but fathers don't if fathers fight if, the reason why there are many chaos in this in this earth is because Satan has caused a great damage for fathers to fight sons and sons to fight fathers that is one of the principal things that the revival anointing is going to deal with in the last days that was the spirit that was upon um, John the Baptist the scripture testified that is the spirit of Elijah that he will what restore the hearts of the fathers so with their what that is the testimony because when that order is a divine order what he's trying to say that one of the things that causes a great damage in the oppressions and mandate of God upon a generation is when the divine order of God is distorted and then sons begin to declare independence and think that there is a possibility of them achieving purposes outside of the order that God has set. Are you with me? And some of them even declare war. Even then, the father is not obligated to fight back directly with the son. What he does is to empower another son. Now, in um, the grand and ultimate dimension of this warfare that is happening, actually... The son is the manifestation of the person of Jesus upon the face of the earth. That is the means through which the father now fights his wars. When you get to the book of Revelation chapter 21, one of the things you will find out about the Christ is that the scripture said that he was upon a white horse. He said he has a vesture in white. He said his destiny then is to war and to judge. I taught you, the man Christ Jesus is, um, is uh, revealed to us in the scriptures, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 46 and 47 as the heavenly man the me, this means that this is a man, but he is a heavenly man, the first man was an earthly man, but that heavenly man has a corporate expression of himself upon the face of the earth, remember that that man is the means through which 
the heavenlies and the eternal Godhead now engages in their warfare. Are you with me? Follow me. But that man now has a corporate expression of himself. This is the same man that uh, by the virtue of him coming as, as a, a, a man upon the face of the earth, he has become a son. And the scripture repeatedly showed us that even by giving birth, by incarnation and by holy decrees, he was confirmed as the man of God. What does it mean to be the man of God? I don't have time. Now, this is what happened. And then, that man that God has ordained to be the man that will contend and make war for the heavenlies and for the Godhead. Now, he didn't stop there. That man has a corporate expression. Now, the wars of that heavenly dimension of that man being fought upon the face of the earth is now done by the corporate expression. And the corporate expression of the heavenly man is what? Correct. Is the church. So what does it mean? It means that the son does war. But the son wars. Uh, the wars of the heavens are bequeathed to the office of the son. But the son now does that war through the corporate expression of himself. This is what? That is why the scripture now said in the book of Ephesians that the principalities and powers in heavenly places we know. That is what he came back. This happened in chapter 3 of Ephesians. He now came back in chapter 6 and began to show us literally what he meant. That these are beings that have installed their dominions and oppressions in where? Heavenly places. Say with me, heavenly places. High places. Now this means that these are wars that take place in the heavenlies. The scripture said where we read that Satan and his angels what? They appeared in heaven and they came with war. Um, I don't have time to do justice to this doctrine because when we say heaven, eh, it actually means many things. But I need you to understand that when the Bible says heaven, sometimes it means wars that take place in higher realm. Most times it's beyond this physical, in fact, most times it's beyond this physical heaven you are talking about, you are looking at. Are you with me? The question is this. Huh? A spirit can be down below, but its oppression is from heaven. You are not with me. This is what I mean. I can sit here down. I can be at, here at Newe, but my influence is touching the whole Nigeria. Where am I sitting? Huh? You are not with me. I'm sitting in a very high place. Even though when you look at the physical, it will seem as if by rating, by men's rating, this place is a village, is a town. But I need to tell you that men that rule cities, they are not in the cities. You don't rule a city from the city. You rule a city eh? from the woods. From the wilderness. That's where your voice thunders from. Give me volume. Bible says that John the Baptist was in the wilderness until the time of his showing forth. When he was there, the Bible said that there is a voice in the wilderness. When he spoke, men leave the cities and seek him out in the wilderness. 
because he sought even though he's in the wilderness he sought her he's a high place in the heavens he has the capacity to conquer everything that is in the city these are wars in heavenly places God will grant us stature and increase our rank it was Jesus that said I see Satan fall like lightning from the heavens this is a man that understands the wars and business that goes on in the heavenly realms and he knew if it is possible to release men into their destinies if it is possible to release men into their ministries if it is possible to release men into their what God called them for then a war have to take place in the heavenlies he said I see Satan fall I see him fall I see him fall like lightning from their throats 
their influence will wane their influence will be blotted out Take your hands and put on your head. Jesus said, I give unto you power over sicknesses, over devils. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every spirit of infirmity. I take authority over every affliction. I take authority over every affliction, over every demon. I demand that my grain and headache leaves now. I demand that growth leaves now. In the name of Jesus Christ. I demand that blood pressure normalizes. In the name of Jesus Christ. My God, things are happening. I bind you spirit of infirmity. I thank you in the name of Jesus. Take your hands off. Take your hands off. Take your hands off. I see growths disappearing. Growths are disappearing now. Growths are disappearing. Growths are disappearing. Tumors are disappearing. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Cataracts, glaucoma, go in the name of Jesus. Pains, pains, go. Back pains, go. Back pains, go. Shoulder pains, go. In the name of Jesus. Menstrual issues. I arrest you in the name of Jesus. Also, I arrest you in the name of Jesus. I arrest arthritis. I arrest arthritis. I arrest paralysis. In the name of Jesus, now. 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 Every infection in your body lives now. Every infection lives now. In the name of Jesus. Let me hear your thunderous amen. In, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is somebody that has pain at the right, no, at the left side of his face. Not head per se, but face. Just around the 
eyes and face around this area. It's like a band holding it. You are free now in the name of Jesus. You are free now in the name of Jesus. You are free now in the name of Jesus. Tomorrow we meet again by let's come by 4.30. The reason is that God will release weapons and there will be activations. How can you be fighting? There is no bullet in your gun. You see that spirit, you'll be beating it, beating it. The two of you will fight in money. Is that you think that's how they fight? You bring your sword. You are cutting the spirit. You are you cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. He still refused to die. Your weapon is weak. Their sword, as he's coming close to the spirit, he dies. When he sees the sword, he dies on his own. One of the most dangerous weapons you will handle in the spirit are have you heard? what we call the sword of the spirit this one is like there is a book I will give you people when the scripture spoke about Jesus he said that coming out of his mouth is two sharp edged sword that thing comes out like lasa beam how many of you have seen those weapons in the spirit it's like light but it's like a lasa beam that's how the sword is it's not a sword that thing it's lasa beam that comes out from his mouth when you appear like that in the spirit, don't say hey, if you if you ever say anything, the thing damages everywhere. I appeared in one territory one day, and one spirit sat over our meeting. I looked and I saw the beam. When I released utterance, the thing fell. He just went and hung himself there. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Next week, Friday, 12 p.m., 24 hours. The team is Lambano. Lay hold. I know you like the good life, right? It's a good thing. If you have um, Bukati Kiron, you will like it now. Imagine if your Bugatti Kiron, somebody sent to you from abroad. One guy is holding it at a roundabout and refuse to leave it. Your name, everything is in the particulars. Everything is your own. What will you do? Huh? What will you do? I know you will fight because it's physical one. Because you have not seen in the spirit. That's why you have not seen many things set and are stolen from you. Many things that are yours that you are not busy collecting. Lamborghini Kiron. When you, when you touch the trotty, don't boom. Jesus. Jesus. Those are the ones that are called right. The one your father has is motor car. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Tomorrow we arrive before him.